Welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Mitt. Today we are visiting with the Northern Kentucky Scentsy Juice Club, and we are at Prohibition Craft Spirits with uh, one of the, I guess, proprietor's son, Mr. Chase Hazelbaker. What's up? So we are visiting and we are talking with Miss Becca Sue. She is from... The Bourbon Daily the and Bourbon uh, Daily. Neely Family Distillery. And the Neely Family... That recently, the most recent That's, member of the Neely I, Family I'm Distillery. The, I'm the newest one. The newest addition. The, the newest, newest addition to the Neely Family. Congrats. Thank Clear, you, clearly, sir. She yeah. just married Mr. Royce Neely, which is the master distiller at Royce yes. Neely. Clearly yes. a big upgrade on the Neely family. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm helping them out, I don't, if anything. I, I don't know. Royce might have married <laughs> up. I mean, look at Rebecca. I mean, you know, no no offense to Royce. I mean, but, you know, Miss Becca Souza, she, she's doing okay for herself. He there. did a fine job. Absolutely. She, I think <laughs> he, he picked he's up He's lucky a bit. I chose him. Absolutely. I, I don't disagree. Amen. And then we got Mr. Jeff. Uh, Jeff is, uh, are you the president or one of the founding members of the Juice Club? Uh, my title now is admin but uh admin too humble this guy runs all the bars and so uh, no no We're, he does. We, we just like to have a good time and share good bourbon with friends that's we it. call jeff the supreme ruler <laughs> of all northern kentucky <laughs> and cincinnati and then we got mr jacob oh he's gonna go by jake today how's it going jake hey good i'm uh, jake yost i'm on the board of directors for bourbon charity and on instagram as the tipsy barkeep can we call you Jake the Snake and have a wrestling moment? That's what my grandpa calls me, so let's do it. <laughs> Hot damn. It's I, be love a throw it. Down. I love it. I love it. So, so hey, uh, first of all, um, we uh, you all were kind enough to let me join you guys for um, what you all deemed as your barrel pick for here for uh, Prohibition Craft Spirits, which is, which is Nulu bourbon. Um, and we went through five barrels today. Um, I think they were, if I remember correctly off the top of my head, we're going to go with, I think it was... 29 or 27 and then mm-hmm. it was 39 41 51 and 52 spot on sir yep hot damn look at me wow and, got and, them all wrote listen, down no notes so uh, congratulations memory's pretty solid there as far as that goes you must have drank less than us i don't know that i, <laughs> I don't know that i drink less because I've, I've had quite a bit i hell i dropped a glen karen let's be honest yeah, i think someone's that. bleeding i think there's an ambulance on the way right now He's a chef. Two prohibition, a- so with, but with, everything's fine. With all fairness, I've been on about seven picks right now, and I've I've dropped a drink, Glen Karen, on at least two of them. So I I, I don't know if I'm just clumsy or it's your if thing it's, at this point. Yeah. You just need to keep thing. hurting people. That's Absolutely. So the first one I actually didn't hurt anybody, but it was uh, it is what it is. So You're upping your game. Day. Absolutely. So if you don't mind, I don't know who wants to lead off, but do you want to walk through the barrels, what you thought about them, and then what you thought about the overall experience here at Prohibition Craft Spirits? I'm okay with whoever takes the lead. I just want to kind of go with it. It looks like Mr. Jeff is getting the, the lead Jefe. on this thing. I can tell El, you where we start. So El Jefe. No, this is um, our second trip down here, and uh, it you know a fantastic experience. It's great. You're, it's obviously a smaller environment. You're not at a, a, a big distillery that's just caught up and crazy with the names and it's close and personal and we can you know discuss go through and 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 really enjoy tasting the barrel so we we had five today um we ended up picking number five as a group it was uh, there are eight of us tasting and uh barrel 41 barrel 41 five of us picked it uh first so i won't say unanimous but uh the clear-cut winner the other three had it second so um it's a little sweet, soft up front, mid palate's nice and oily, but it's got a finish for days. I think to me that's sort of what stood out. And So I was not actually part of the barrel pick, obviously, because I was sitting off to the side, and 41 was the one that immediately popped out at me. And Chase was kind of weird because Chase, he's like, ah, you know, I'm not a big fan of this barrel originally. And then I was like, dude, you need to revisit that thing. Because when I tried it, I was like the exact same thought process as you, Jeff, as far as like it had a great start. The nice oily finish, a uh, nice oily middle, and then the finish was just strong. It just gave you that nice, like high rye. Yeah, you can yeah. really, really so, get those. The, what the, what the was mint and the, the pepper? It's seven. It's their twenty-one percent rye, rye, four barley, seventy-five corn, yeah. seventy-five corn. It's from MGP. Okay. Yeah, four-year, nine-month. Oh, this four one, year. this yeah. nice. This, this one, one had a hundred and eighteen point seven proof. Yep. It was just absolutely delicious. We had one other one that was uh, a little better on you the nose. You liked four. Well, I liked five 27? You liked five the best? Yeah, the, the nose was on number four. four, which was barrel 27, I believe. Yep. And that one was absolutely delicious. The, the nose was incredible. I had that at a close second. 
But the palette and the finish on our fifth barrel, which was the one that we picked, was just incredible. The the finish went on for forever. It had a nice buttery kind of uh, buttery cherry cinnamon uh, palette, and it was just it was incredible. I, that was a standout, absolutely. I, I totally agree with you. That was one of the things that really really stuck out when I tried that barrel. It just you had some cherry pop on it, which oddly enough is kind of very similar to the cherry pop that we picked on one of the barrels that we picked at somebody else. But then also it just had that really, really smooth, like heavy viscosity, um, that For buttery the, notes that hit it really, really, really well. See, I had um, myself and I don't know who's next to me. He's got the brown hair, long, flowy. He's a dad. Kevin. Uh, is that his Kevin. Name? Kevin. Kevin and me like three. I liked three also. 51 I was, was just in candy. love with three. I thought it, I got some mango on it. Yes. Some like candy, like total just, like, tropical I, fruit. I love syrup, brown sugar. Yeah, I loved three. He loved three. But also, you know, it was a fight we weren't going to win. We already knew that. But um, that finish on five, like it's light, easy, yeah. buttery. The mid palate's great, but then that finish, it just keeps hitting I, your tongue and stays there forever. I so it sounds three. like I was in the in the top two because forty one was my favorite, fifty one was my second favorite. Yeah. So that's I love I loved three. Absolutely three was delicious as well. It's amazing how different they can be. the The first yeah. three, the first two for me, just had a young taste and just stood out. Just a completely different taste profile yeah. compared to the latter three, and then four and five just really brought so it the, home. So the nose on one I thought was amazing. Yeah, right. it's unfortunate too. There's so many like that where the nose is fantastic, and then you taste it, and it just doesn't match it up. It just with fell the nose. flat. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. So, well, Something that's what blending's for. Right. Exactly. I mean, you got to find like 27 and 39. Harrison, me, and I mean, while we're doing that pick with y'all, that's what's fun is we find what barrels we're gonna blend in these picks. It's like, oh, those two. You blend those together. I mean, even you guys, Kevin, mm. and you all, he was like, if you smell this one and yeah, taste Yeah, you this shove one. your nose in one <laughs> and then you're tasting the other. I mean, that's about the same as blending, but also a little bit more fun way to do it because it's a little obnoxious. Um, but, I mean, they, those two together were great, but, I mean, they were all delicious. But, yeah, like one and two at first were just like, meh. Well, we'll something just, something we'll I found really interesting with the tasting notes was that we were here a month ago picking a barrel, and we picked just, I mean, a killer short barrel last time we were here. And when we're going through these different barrels, one of the things that stood out the most was that they're all getting a big note on the nose and palate of like banana nut bread and cinnamon. And it was very dessert-like. Well, this time I was getting on a lot of them this like really light bubblegum note and still, you know, rainier cherry. And I'm still getting a little bit of that banana bread and cinnamon, but it wasn't as profound as it was the last time. So it's been interesting to see how over the past month, the, the flavors of these barrels have changed a little bit. And again, we weren't tasting the same barrels as we were last time, but as a consensus from the 21% rye MGP mash bill, you know, a lot of them do have this, uh, that we've tasted, have had this uh, cinnamon banana bread flavor, and it's just d developed and evolved a little bit over the past month. So that's so, been really cool to so see. So crazy to me how you put those flavors to right. it. I mean, so deep. I just taste it. It's either good or it's yeah. bad. I like it or I don't. It's sweet. It's spicy. And let's go. I, I just, See, I'm I mean, hilarious. I'm very similar to, to Jeff as I, far as my tasting is. So I'm like, either like this is it sweet. you don't. Well, that, but, but like I can taste caramels and I can taste vanillas, but... And I can usually get leather or maybe like, um, you know, Here's like a Jake pipe tobacco. Jake talking about his like yeah, grandmother's like, like yeah. bre banana bread. Exactly. Like, <laughs> from when he was like playing on the swing and he smelled some like grass. And like in the, it was like on the, the windowsill. Yeah. Jake. But, <laughs> I but when you drink with Jake, it's like he can take he you on that journey, right. man. Like it's, it's right. your mind totally goes yeah. there. You're like cherry blossom, brown sugar, For and sure. cinnamon. Oh, wow, man. You, you totally took my mind there. That's incredible. Wrong. I, yeah. I appreciate that. And it's something too that, uh, I, so I, I do reviews for a couple of different uh, websites and groups and I get people that comment on things saying like, oh, this is ridiculous. You know, there's no way that you're pulling marzipan. <laughs> That's like the biggest complaint is always marzipan, but you know, there's no way you're pulling this note and this note. And it's, it's the hardest thing is being able to match. Well, everybody tastes something different. So well, can, can I, we I just encourage agree disagreement that every, that most people have never even tasted marzipan. I was so about they to have say, no idea what marzipan well, tastes like. Right. If you've had marzipan, you know that taste, I mean, but also like, 
who has actually had marzipan? Is, like, have I, you been to Germany before? Have well, you actually had it? I lived in like Spain for a while, like, and in Madrid, marzipan yeah, is a massive have thing. Been, yeah. But like, half these people are like, you don't even know what marzipan is. Have you had marzipan? Right, and and like, the hard chill. the hardest thing is being able to to match a flavor of a whiskey to a word. So like, yeah. you know, being able to like, I when I tried 2014 GTS, I tasted what was Moroccan dates, specifically fresh Moroccan dates. But I was able to pair that because I just got back from Morocco, and I had these fresh dates in Morocco. And it was, I mean, spot on to that flavor. So people say, "Look, oh, that's just ridiculous. There's no way that you're you're just pulling this out. You're out pulling it out of your ass, out of your right? Ass. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if I could <laughs> so, say that. No, absolutely. No, we are not PG, or we are definitely um, rated. I guess. Shit, yeah. You know, NC seventeen. <laughs> Fuck yes. Okay, well, R. So <laughs> I like to say, but but so like I, I tell you, so it's weird. So like my first visit to Switzerland, we tried Speculos for the first time. Yeah. So I immediately came back, and we were drinking a lot of bourbon. We were having a conversation, and uh, we went to Bardstown Bourbon Company, and they we tried one of the the actual Luxrow products, not the actual Bardstown Bourbon Company, but the actual Luxrow um, thing. And I was like, "Damn, this tastes a little bit about spe- like speculos, like that 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 sugary cookie with a little bit of like ginger flavor to yeah. it." And people are like, "What the fuck is speculos?" And I'm like. I, it's just something I tried whenever I was in Switzerland. It was basically, and if you don't know what speculos is, it's basically uh, peanut butter, or uh, I guess a better would be uh, what's the hazelnut spread? Nutella. Nutella. So it's Nutella, Trademark. but it's basically like gingerbread cookies that's made into a spread. Um, so it's really weird whenever you try certain things like what you're talking about that really it will trigger a memory in your mind. So tasting, I think, is a lot of that. But but I, I always respect people that always are able to pull in like flavors that maybe I don't necessarily think about whenever I'm drinking something. So it's it's impressive, Jake, whenever you, you see somebody that's got a palate that, that works like the that. The only reason anyone gets upset about someone giving off real flavor, like, like tasting notes like that, is because they can't identify it. Right. And so if someone actually gets mad, it's because they... Well, I don't want to say they suck, but they kind of fucking suck, and so they can't get those <laughs> those, those people those that same suck. notes. And I so don't want to say they suck, but they kind of suck. Yeah, they kind of fucking suck. <laughs> and so they're like, whatever. Jake is ju- like, what? He he doesn't know what he's talking about. No, you don't know what you're talking about. All you taste is cinnamon. All you taste is like you're like it tastes good. Which I think I made fun of someone, maybe you earlier. Me? I think I made fun of you, Chase, <laughs> earlier about, like, it's good. No, actually, no, it was Kevin. I made fun of Kevin. He said, it's good. And I'm like, wow, you should write a blog. <laughs> well, and, and what kind of messes with it, too, is when we have these we have these websites that are, that are giving reviews on things. And, you know, everything is a 92. I'm not going to name names. But, like, everything at least scores a 92. And they're saying, I have this note and this note and this note. But when you're having Bourbon, something that you know is just complete uh, shit... Like just absolutely, it doesn't shit. score ninety two, and it scores ninety two, and they're giving tasting notes that automatically starts uh, dissipating your trust in in reviews, and that's why for the for the two places that I review for, you know, we pride ourselves on being like, hey, you know, this is shit, and we'll review it, and we'll say it's shit, or hey, this is really good, and this is why it's really good. Have you reviewed the Backsetter Rye or Bourbon? I don't remember. I'd have to look again, but I'd be curious to see what you say about those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have no issue. I, I will, you know. If there's if there's something that I think is just disgusting and and I have to drain pour afterwards because I want to save my liver the trouble of metabolizing it, I, I I will put that in my review and I don't care, and you know I. But but the best part about that is that's you. You might taste something that you think's a drain pour and someone's gonna love it. Exactly. Right? I mean, so that's the fun exactly. thing about so palates. I'm right on there with you, Jeff. So Amen. when I, when I look at certain things when I drink it. Uh, I'm way different than a lot of my buddies. Like, I hate scotch. Like, I cannot drink peaty stuff. Like, when I drink peaty scotch, things like that, yeah, it immediately fan. turns my stomach. It makes my... It, but I know lots of dudes that love scotch. And like, one of my business partners, Matt, in this podcast, Matt loves scotch. But, like, we we, we sat with the gentleman from uh, Single Cast Nation. So we sat with Josh and uh, and Jason, and we, we had a great conversation with those guys. guys. And and, uh, and they're excellent dudes. But, yeah. like, Matt poured me, like, three or four of their different scotch ones. I was like... Like I just, but, but that doesn't mean it's not good. It's no, it doesn't. It's just not my taste. For me, when I drink stuff that maybe I don't like, I don't say it's gross or ugh, it's no good. It's just not for me. You know, there's so many good bourbons out there. I, listen, I'm a Four Roses snob, and I talk to people. Me they're too. Like, they're like, ugh, I hate Four Roses. And I'm like, you don't hate it. They're, yeah, it's garbage. I'm like, it's not garbage. You just don't like it. That doesn't mean it's not good whiskey. It, everybody likes something different. That's the beauty in it. And just because, you know, no offense to you, Jake, you say, oh, this one's no good. Someone out there likes it. They bottle Absolutely. it. It's on shelves. Exactly. It sells somewhere. I agree. If it doesn't sell, it wouldn't be out there anymore. There's 800 different kinds out there, and 
someone likes it and that's why it's out yeah. there. So it's just different for everybody. I, it's just for me, I don't know. I have a hard time with it. I don't say, Oh, it's no good or it's garbage. It's, I don't care for it. That's well, how, that's kind of how, and I that's come why when, them. when people disagree with my reviews and they say, Hey, I completely disagree for them. That's cool. And I'm, I, you know, the reason that they're disagreeing is because they've had it and they think something else. I encourage that. I, yeah, I want disagreement. That's, that's fantastic because they're trying it and they're formulating their own opinions. Now, when it's something where they haven't had it before and they're saying, Oh, that's ridiculous. That's, that's, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. But if someone's saying, Hey, I've had this and I think this awesome. You're forming your own opinion. The first thing I do when I do tastings is I inform people. I go, listen, you know, we've got a lot of different things we're tasting here today. Um, and you might not like everything. You might think everything's gross, and that's fine. Um, if, you do, if you don't like something, it's okay. Because everyone's palate's different. And uh, if you want to hate something, it's fine for you to not drink it. You can just go ahead, throw it out. Well, that's, that's what's cool about this right. industry is like... I may not appreciate your art, but there's a group of people that appreciate what you did, the time you spent to make it. And that's what's cool. Some of those whiskey reviewers, I mean, they can't hate on a, on whiskey because all, there's just some whiskeys that are better than others, you know? It's just the mindset you go into it. Yeah, I mean, the the fun thing is that, like, like palettes exist. And, like, everyone's palette... Ooh, there was something dropped. Something uh, the fun thing is that, is that like, everyone's palette... Nice cork pop. Beautiful. Into the mic. Um, you know, everyone's palette's going to be different. And, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. And there's some things that I absolutely love. I love incredibly peaty scotch where I smell like that scotch for literally three days after I've drank it. I had a, I had a, a, a now, obviously, ex How many cigars do you smoke? Uh, I used to smoke a lot of them. I don't anymore, but I still love my PD scotch. I, I had an ex-boyfriend, obviously now walk into his apartment <laughs> and, he, and he walked in and goes, oh my God, what does that smell? And I go, I don't know. There's nothing going on. And he walks up, he goes, it, you know, it's like by you. And I go, oh, it's Lagavulin 16 year. And he's like, it's disgusting. And I'm like, well, you're disgusting. So <laughs> that's why he's your ex. Yeah. And that's why he's my ex-boyfriend because right. I mean, he couldn't even appreciate the fact that I smell like scotch for three days straight. Right. Or, or or for that matter, what you consider good scotch, right? Go- amazing scotch. I love that Lagavulin. It's amazing. Yeah, and uh, like Ardbeg Oogadol, that one is my absolute oh, favorite. It's it's that's you one of the best. Ardbeg? I love Ardbeg. Oogadol? Yes, Oogadol oh, and Cory Vrecken. Oh my god. Those I are never fantastic. Find anyone who's what ever are you talking about? It. it is so good. <laughs> I'm completely lost. It's right okay. Now. You guys is that from be MGP? Lost. No. <laughs> <laughs> can it's I get not. some barrels of it? Yeah, it's not. But it is uh it's one of my favorite peaty scotches that you reek like uh i say moss some people just say you know tennis balls um so you all can correct me if you want but we will the peaty scotches that's northern scotland right that's not the southern uh i believe is the now now i'm probably wrong about this but i believe it's the southwest it's it's in the isles of island portion so yeah island take a stab in the dark but do we know where that is? Not really. Couldn't Not really. tell you one thing about scotch other know. than I don't care for it. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. It's just not my thing. I love I love the sweet caramel, vanilla, bourbon flavors, and you just don't get that in scotch. The peat takes it corn, over for me. I have a I have a bad uh, confession yeah, to make here. Is that it. I actually prior to being into bourbon, I had sat down and I've had many arguments with my bourbon friends about why scotch is better. Um, and Do you still feel that way? I, I can't say that out loud now how I feel about it because of the fact that I'm married to uh, a bourbon distiller and I get to make the bourbon itself. I have a bigger appreciation for bourbon now than I did prior. Um, well, but Hasn't his family been in this for a while? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, they're making moonshine for 11 generations. Um, and, and this is like the first generation of like the legitimate side of business. Oh yes, isn't that cool though? Like it's, he's got the heritage. He's in the, you know you're it's in Kentucky, Indiana, wherever you know. It's just the the heritage of this this whole industry is insane. so because awesome. he's literally yeah. a stone's throw from MGP, which is one of the largest yeah. distillers in, in in the country. Yeah, I, I mean, buy their barrels. I mean, they've been uh, you know they were up in uh, Eastern Kentucky moonshining, and uh, let's just say there's a lot of gunfights with uh, well cops and or other moonshiners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in our tour, we talk about stuff like that, and our distiller was you know, I guess. Have you ne- guys been to see us? No, we haven't. I, I have. I, I just don't get to Indiana very often. We're not in. They're Indiana. not in Indiana. We're in Sparta, Kentucky. We're in Sparta, Sparta Kentucky. Kentucky. Yes, uh, I need to We're make it. Forty-five minutes from you. Next time I'm going up 
to if you're going uh, northern to kentucky i will make you a stop. should anyways honestly all, all but this our, is your first time here yeah uh, well I mean, we got moonshiners harrison our distiller he's been moonshining for he started this in like 2015 16 and he had six years of moonshining experience and now it's like yeah we, we've been years? uh you know, Neely's himself have been making moonshine for 11 generations. Someone is. Apologies, oh, that was me. He's moving the mic in. It's okay. Yeah, we, we've I, got I'm 11 generations of, of moonshine. And and it's fantastic. And it's really good moonshine. Yeah. And I, uh, I've, I've had the privilege of tasting some of the family select. And it's absolutely. Just fantastic. Royce and Nice. Royce does a phenomenal job with his stuff, and and I be honest with you, he's the first distiller that I've actually. Went to their to their area, and then I talked to Roy. With all fairness, so I didn't get a chance to mm-hmm. talk to Royce. But uh, that double thumping process that they yes. they, they do. But aren't they taking that up a notch to uh, it, triple? Yeah. And it then really well, just triple cl- triple pot distillation is the way to do everything because you're cutting out all the bad shit. Everything that's so. Do you horrible. guys taste the heads and tails every three yes. runs? So what is that double? Tri- is triple thumping? Yeah. Is that what that? Okay, cool. That's awesome. so, yeah, and it you know. I like to reiterate to people that if you're doing that, you're getting out everything that's giving you headaches. Well, when for you one do thing. it by taste, yeah, the methanol. If you get methanol out, you won't have a hangover, you won't have a headache. So, like with our vodka, Phoenix Hill vodka, shameless plug, we distill it eight times. And Harrison, God, God love his palate because it's cooked. He's tasting, you know, the meth heads and tails, heads and tails. It's all hearts. If you do three, four, every time you distill it again, you're gonna get more heads and tails but you're getting it from hearts from the last distillation. Yeah. And I mean, you're just getting to the pure ethanol. And when you throw that in a barrel, you get something so special that I don't know if these big guys can do that. They, no, just, they can't. If you're using a call, I mean like there's, they, they really can't it, in I my, mean, in yeah. my opinion. But you know, if you're cutting out all that bullshit too, like it just, I mean, and we triple pot distill every single product that we have on site. Like it's not just like, did you say doing you have our no, we have no, triple, have we have pot, triple still. pot distills. Right, we right. only pot distills. Because the column would clean it up, and you want it. Wow. You want bourbon dirty. You want like you want to taste the grains say, and the, let them do their thing. The column will just get rid of all flavors in general, and then right. you're just working with what the barrel's giving you. If you taste our white dog, and like, what, like I think I gave Jeff a taste of the white dog that the last time you were at the distillery. Yep. Top notch. It's fucking Just good. Clean, and, and, good. I was I blown usually, away by the flavor. It, it's insane how good our white dog is. And if your white dog isn't drinkable, start there. then mm. why the fuck are you even putting it into a barrel? Like, I get that the barrel's going to clean because up whatever mess you are. Because we're making 1,400 barrels a day. So yeah, and so it's like, right. whatever, it doesn't matter. Well, right. not so like, put, a good, put a good product into your barrel, and then guess what? You're not going to be, like, they say that, like, the, the first six years, you're cleaning up what you did the first six months. Because you're putting crap into the barrel the first six months, stuff that isn't clean cut, and you're trying to get rid of all those bad head. Like you're getting rid of the if, heads. If you're, it, I mean, if that's how you did your business, I mean, if you come from moonshining though, they those moonshiners they don't want anything bad because no. when you're drinking 180, 190 proof, you'll go blind yeah. if you have too much Whiskey methanol. Blind. I mean, right. it's like you're blackout. Yeah. So why do that? And if you do it right, like you said, it's like you don't have to clean up that mess. You can put good white dog that's drinkable day one. And then Drew, I went on a tour with Drew at, at Willet, and he's like, at three years old, you can see where this barrel will be. You know, you can probably see 10 years down the road what this barrel is going to do to this juice. And that's really cool to see, too. It's like yeah. if you put it in a small barrel, you kind of time warp it. If you put it in a full barrel, two years into it, it's like uh, we, we can't harvest this at four years old because – this is going to be so good at 10 years old. Right. I mean, we can bring stuff like Jeff has had a lot of our stuff already. That's at two year old and even younger than two year old. And we bring stuff to maturation before it's like before even it becomes straight bourbon and it tastes good. You had, I don't know which ones you had. I think you may have had Amel crackers, ground rye, maybe run for the oats, run for the oats. That's what it was. That's the one We've had a lot of them that like are already like, at a great age and they're young as shit because of what's going into the barrel initially. Right. So I, I, I'm one of those people that say, yes, absolutely. So when you look at people like Royce that are, that are doing it right, they're really, really distilling a, a super quality product early yeah. on. It's very easy to get a good bourbon at 18 or 24 absolutely. months, things to that nature. But what really, really, makes my mind just blown is what the hell is that stuff going to taste like at six or eight well that's why we've got years. all of our 53s we're not taken out until they're bonded 
Right. So all the 53s are staying in the big rick house. You know, we got a thousand barrels on site right now. And all the 53s are staying back in the rick house until they turn four year old. So we got another like year and a half yet to wait on those. Right. And so once those turn four years old, then we're going to, you know, start releasing some of them, not all of them. You know, obviously you're making them to, to age them longer. You've got ones you're like, all right, I'm going to keep that back. We're going to keep this in the back. We're going to keep a certain number back. So hopefully right behind Juice Club, because I'm assuming they're going to be kind of in the in, in the front forefront of, of picking one of those barrels. That, that, I have no doubt. That, that you'll love BB&T, you know, Bourbon Real Talk, come in and, and do one of those after that. We so. love barrel picks. Can I come? Barrel picks are always welcome. No. You, you, Chase, Chase, you know? Chase is not invited. Chase can come on my barrel I've, pick. I've got a direct uh, line. Here we go. Here direct we go. line to Royce. So, uh, you guys realize that if I say no, then you're not allowed, right? Come, come on, Reba. Like, I, am, I, I am the initial. Like, If, if there's, you say if there's no, you're one. walking home today. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a... Uh, it's a yes. Hey, uh, do you want to pour <laughs> Until this I get home. <laughs> we, we have some Willet for you. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. I, you know, I had a long conversation with Royce about it, and I know their, you know, whatever their timeline is before he hits four years on his full-size barrels, about a six months, somewhere in that range. I can't wait. You know, I love that they've been doing, you know, there's so many, I'm not knocking anybody's process, but so many distilleries, they're young or starting out and they put out, you know, it's either source stuff or they're putting out gin or vodka, something to keep them afloat. And Royce hasn't gone that route and their moonshine has been their backbone and that's what's worked. But to know that he's just been holding out on pulling his stuff at four years and not sourcing anybody else's crap, I just, I love that. That, I have so also, much that means the world to somebody what, like I love myself it. that's a bourbon Something brother. fun that uh, is also going on at Neely is, um, so obviously like we're making bourbon, we've been making moonshine, but the coolest thing that we have going on, and I, Jeff tried it also, we've been aging moonshine oh my in bourbon barrels. It was fantastic. It was delicious. That, it's delicious I, I, I was I, I never spoke i didn't get an, ever an answer on how long that had been aging i think three years said, oh, i was gonna say two I we've got three-year-old moonshine that's been aging and it's gonna be getting put out to the to the public um as paps reserve i think is what we're calling paps it. Reserve. Nice. so so that's one of the other things i, I and it's <laughs> i mean we've got all this family Neely. history and i'm not gonna like jeff gotta try the, the aged moonshine if you've ever had aged moonshine, which most people have not, because it's not really a real thing. <laughs> What's it aged in? A bourbon barrel. What, what kind of bourbon barrel? Urals? Uh, the initial ones, no. Okay. Uh, but now, yes. Cool. Like, so ones we're making now are in our own bourbon barrels. So it's it's cool to see, like, f- starting a new distillery. It's yeah. like, what do we do now? We have these stills. We got to run them. Wh- yeah. What are we going to make? And it's so for, for us, it was like vodka, gin, rum. Mm-hmm. You know, we pot stilled rum, blackstrap molasses, and sugar. We got a sugar cane citrus mash for our gin and vodka. And but then it's like, okay, we, we distilled hundreds of gallons of that. What are we gonna do now? Like, I guess you start filling barrels, and like, we don't have a thousand. We have like ten. So, hey, ten is better than one. I, I mean, Royce had ten at some point. Yeah, too. at right. one point we didn't have any, and it's just been you know like what we're doing and like. In all seriousness, if once we do release that aged moonshine, it Jeff, t- it tastes, it is exactly like mango trail mix. Yeah, it's just different. It's so just, like it's it is flavor profile. It's, awesome. it's, it's Are y'all doing any like rum or like we source tequila and barrel aged it? Like you got to do some cool stuff. Like try to be the new we, thing to like yeah. have something for people to like because it's. They, they're used to what they buy. And then if you yeah. offer them something new, like a barrel-aged moonshine, like who's doing that? I've never seen it. I've you never old heard sm- of it. Right. You got apple pie. Everyone's got apple pie. You got, you know, your barrel-aged this or that. But like barrel-aged gin, that's coming up. Barrel-aged oh, yeah. tequila is coming up. But they already yeah. barrel-aged tequila. Bourbon barrel-aged tequila. Cool. What kind of barrel are you putting it in? OBSK? You got some Four Roses guys that are like, what? You got Four Roses aged tequila? You know? You gotta you gotta find some stuff that people can enjoy that's truly good for sure, but different, and that's cool that y'all got a barrel aged moonshine that people can be like, that's shine. But what's the proof gonna be bottled at? Um, I would guess well, so our clear gets bottled at one twenty point two. Um, is that off the still or do y'all add water? We still cut that down a little bit. It's usually about one thirty eight when it comes off the still. That solid that's um, a great still yeah still so we're you know we're coming off still right around 138 ish 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 and is that pretty consistent yeah i'd say cool. that like a lot of times i see it and i don't 
on occasion, like sometimes you're like, what the hell is that going on? Is that on a pot still? Here? Yeah. Yeah, it's pot okay. still. So and like it's, our column still, we can hit like 193 proof, you know, it's yeah. close oh, to we GNS. Can get, we can get high. Right. It depends on what we're doing. It's how you run it, right? Yeah. Right. And Harrison, where are you? <laughs> I'd say we're running it hot and high, you know, when we're doing, uh, you know, hand sanitizer to get up there in proof, then it was, uh, you know, hot. Right, right. It was run it hot, hot fire. Hot, hot and heavy <laughs> to get it up in proof. Uh, Cook but, your hands, not your palate. Yeah, and so now that we're you know that we're back to normal operations, it's coming off you yeah. know right around like one forty ish, one thirty eight, and right. uh, then we're cutting it down, obviously. But, yeah, it's uh, for the shine. Yeah, for shine. I mean, it's. I mean, is it's your bourbon for, coming off of that too? Yeah, it's. Cool. I'd say the cool. sh- they're about the, they come off about the same. Because like, what's the like? threshold? One sixty. That's the highest you can come off and be a bourbon, right? I'm not. You, I'm no. not Correct. gonna say. I, I think Correct. it's legally 138 is yeah. the highest that it can come off, and actually, and you can't enter the barrel higher than 128. Well, you have to cut it down. Right. Yeah. yeah, so you got to cut it, and like cutting it's easy to do, yeah. anyways. A little bit of reverse osmosis water. Yeah, which is like some RO water, which sounds fancy. It's like it's right. water. You're adding water. Yeah. Does anyone have a coligan? Yeah, but exactly. You, you know, it's funny that you say that because that's the people you, are always like, "Oh, how do you cut it?" And well, you fucking out of water. Wait, wait, doesn't that make it worse? No, it, wait, it makes water? it good. So, yeah, dude, I put water in that juice that you've been in ten years. I'm gonna say this: I've tasted off the still directly a lot of times, and I'm like, "Oh man, I want to drink that all the time." And then it's like we cut it down, and I'm like, "I'm getting sadder about this because it doesn't taste as strong." Like I could drink. White dog, I like. I, I like to claim it's it's the the fumes that are making me like white dog so much. Like I just like have a affection to it now. But man, I could drink white dog all day long. Oh, that would that would probably kill me. It would. Yeah. It would, I, no, I'm, it would kill the normal person. Right. Yeah. At, you said at one thirty eight proof. Yeah. So and like, I'm like I'm like wow this is yeah. I mean don't don't get me wrong that I love hazmat everything but uh, and we're, we're sitting right here with something that's 138.1 proof and 139.4 proof and we're See? sipping on it like crazy but yeah. if it's something that's that hasn't been aged yet and it's right off the still i don't know if i would sit down and sip that necessarily try it i, I mean i believe you i've try had some it. white dog that has been amazing try it off our stills like come up and see us i don't know why you haven't i think that's bullshit but whatever like it's fine you hate us the the process um, there is amazing i will say that like i i I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation with roy of course royce kind of skipped town on us he was in vegas with some girl named becca sue i don't know who that girl was but but uh sorry he he loves me (laughs) and does what i ask are you really sorry no, I'm not. No, absolutely. She shouldn't be sorry. Aren't you, you know? proud that he does I, what you I'm ask? Very proud about that. He he goes to Vegas when we got to go to Vegas. We got married in Vegas. I tell everybody all the time, behind every great man is a better woman. And I guess that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so. Allegedly, that's Allegedly. who I am. Right here. So, pulling out the archer quote. So, Let's get back a little bit to the barrel pick, you know, as far as what we looked at, what we tasted, what we tried. So I I was a big proponent in 41 right off the bat, you know, but that was like the second or third barrel that I tried. Um, I know that you guys liked 51. So 52 was a a really, really different tasting bourbon to me. It was a little young and a little hot, but Mm -hmm. I tell you what, I'll be honest with you, Chase. I think once that one sits another three or four months, that's going to be an amazing pour because the nose up front was great, but it was a little young on the front side. Which number is that? I don't know. So by 52 barrel was the very first one. one. That was uh, the very first yeah. one you tried. That one needs some time. Couldn't do it. One, Yeah, I can't see. One, time one, one, one and two for me just had that young flavor profile. My, my boss, El Jefe, saying number one is like, but yeah, it, so I had the same thing. We rolled out two, number two, Jeff, 39, because it was, when we tasted through, we tasted through all these barrels when we get them in it's like all right we got to get a game plan like you can't offer a bad barrel to people because if they pick it like that's not okay you know so we rolled out 39 and 39 if you give it air i wrote it all over the sample bottle we pulled when we got the barrel that day give this air let it once it has air it breathes it gets beat up with oxygen and it's just a beautiful thing it gets nice and sweet you know we rolled out the barrels for you for a reason. 41, I hated, but I was real hungover. Today, 41 is damn good. Y'all picked the best barrel out there, and that's what's cool about a pick. It's like 
everyone you guys had eight people plus all the people that <laughs> i had come <laughs> there, there, there was a lot of opinions on that barrel right, right. Yeah. right but that one won yeah. like across so, the board everyone it, it, in that it, room it, it stood out it, it definitely just, it, it had the depth and flavor and the complexity that we were and the finish for. was just um and you know sometimes you get that with these barrels you know i'm not knocking one or two the, the again I don't, I don't remember the numbers just i just need know time, from how baby. we lined them up yeah and they'll yes. get there and and someone will like them differently than the way we did today but uh, it, it just comes across with that youth in it and you know and something just under five years that, that can happen we got lucky the first one we picked i would have said it was a seven-year barrel when we were here uh, a couple months ago or i guess a month ago and we picked that first one and this Agreed. one same kind of thing it just didn't have that young flavor to it it was complex it was bold um it was good i i think we did a, a good job today the no. first barrel we picked we were kind of all in agreement that there was no way that it was four years eight months old yeah. i mean we all we all had mislabeled for that sure it was mislabeled <laughs> by mgp and and that it was much older i mean the, the color on it was was, it was extremely dark. dark it was like motor oil yeah, yeah it, it was crazy. it was 119 something proof and i mean it was it just delicious and this one today, it was a standout for sure. We yep. had, you know, kind of splitting hairs between two for different reasons. But it, the one today, I mean, the finish just carried it through astronomically. It was amazing. Yeah, no, very I, happy. With I, it. I agree with y'all 100. Um, percent The barrels that we tried today were just, just they were good barrels. But 41 to me just really, really stood out from the, from the rest of the batch. Um, a that that. And I almost got like almost like a mint flavor up front, and I don't know if you got that in our, or not, Jay, because it sounds like you're the one that has the the more sophisticated palate. I guess I would say it that way, rather than you're not wrong. We're not mad about that. No, you're and, right, and that's I, I try it's to think Jay. of the right word to, to to think about that. But I got a little bit of mint up front, but then I got a lot of caramel and a lot of those brown sugar notes and things to that nature, to yes. where I really really felt like that was. But the, the that mid palate that just kind of went across the mid part of your tongue and then the strong just the strong subtle finish that just kind of just went down I, I thought it was a great pour overall i mean the, the thing that really won it for me was the finish it, it lasted forever and yeah I got, I got those huge caramel notes some rainier cherries you know it i wish i had my notebook in front of me to go back rainier to it but cherries not yeah just cherries not just cherries who the hell it's picks rainier out rainier cherries, cherries. yeah my oh, lord get it right they're from washington these are southern rainier cherries specifically from cherries. a, a, a plot of land at grid coordinates 39.5 east no oh but, my god <laughs> Uh, I can't even do it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love it. I just, I could never pull that kind of No, thing. absolutely oh, it's, not. It's kind of a pain, too, because it's just, you know. Being so good at what you do, it's a pain. No, is that I what the problem is? <laughs> I'm sorry I don't that think you I'm have that good. such a talent. No, I'm, not, I'm not Fred Minnick. But with, with, all the, with all fairness, he's, he's over here talking Russian earlier. He's like, das vidanya, that's good. The only thing you need to know in Russian is nasadrovia, which means cheers. Nasadrovia. Yeah, the ultra Did that but sound good? Did I sound Russian? That was actually Nostrovia. great. Nostrovia. Nostrovia. Yeah. Nostrovia. Yeah. Nostrovia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, check me out. Hey, uh, Nostrovia. Nostrovia. Don't, 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 don't like raise it, just Nostrovia. Nostrovia. We're not Perfect. even dealing with Perfect. it. So, so what, what, what does Nostrovia mean? It directly translates to to health, which is cheers. Nostrovia. Absolutely. I got that. So Nostrovia. Nostrovia. Look at us. Nostrovia. Isn't Nostrovia like, it's like a two-piece cheers. It's like Nostrovia. The Brega. No. Don't you have to confirm it? No. Uh, we had this guy. I like Gene. that Jake just shot you down 100%. He's like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> I have a backstory. It's like his name was Gene Wojnishki. And he said, oh, wow. say, Nostrovia, the Brega. And, th and that <laughs> was how said, you like, cheers. Fuck you at the end. I think that's what that means. Chinga to madre. Is that what that means, Jake? So, the uh, Brega, that, that's Ukrainian. Uh, that's east, specifically Eastern Ukrainian. But no, it means public? like good. Good, essentially. So, so one yeah, of my one yeah. of my favorite bankers of all time was a was a Bosnian fella, um, Dino Musinovich, and Dino was the the, be the biggest badass I know. Like, and he's just super cool, super laid back, and 
I always enjoyed the conversations that I had with Dino. Um, so it's funny that you you were speaking Russian over there, and I was, and I picked it up right away. And then uh, one of my other buddies, his name is Aaron Robinson. His wife is Russian, and, uh, and I think she's either from Bosnia or uh, Bosnia or someplace else. But it's just funny that you you picked that up right away, and you were talking, and I was like, oh my god, dude, dude, dude is really just throwing it out there. So oh, it's Russia is a beautiful country with amazing oh, yeah. people, and uh, we don't people in the states don't realize that nah. they, they would bend over backwards. For for us as long as you show an ounce of consideration for the culture and language any country is like that as well right. yeah so i spent a lot of time in europe so i i 100 agree with you i think at times though um parts of europe they they really kind of are like damn americans are kind of lazy and kind of fat and kind of well, don't do things you know, a lot of people have that stereotype but it literally as, as long as you as, as you show we are an, fat well we are <laughs> extremely i mean oh my god it's yes. i work in emergency medicine as well and, and i mean i'd say 85 percent of Quit non-traumatic it. codes that i've been on have been from obesity but anyway, so as long as you show an ounce of consideration for their culture and language and try to, you know, actually learn a couple of words in the language, people will bend over backwards for you because you're not the typical American at this point. I mean, I literally have a tattoo that, that means a lot of this that we've been talking about, like, you know, synopsed into one thing. It just means people are people. Everyone's the same all over the world. And as long as you show each other respect, you get to understand that and see that in other people. That's beautiful. So, I love that. So fair. Well, good deal, good deal, good deal. So uh, l- let's let's get this thing finished up by having a couple of like I guess roundtable thoughts on on the on the bottle that we put picked, and then if if people want to get it, can you all give them a little bit of detail on where they can get it, how they can get it, things like that? Because I know there's a handful of bottles that are left, and you guys have been super cool about you know letting me come on and enjoying the barrel pick with you guys through the process and things like that. So, uh, Chase, I'm going to let you start since you are the, the, the PCS guy here. And uh, and we're going to let you say, hey, what is it about number 41 that you loved? And then um, and then we're going to go to Jake. Then we're going to go to Mr. L. Hefe Jeff. And then Miss Re- Miss Becca Sue. We're going to let you we're going to let you, you bring it. it up the rear. You got it. Take it and home. Then, um, take it home. Take it home. And then uh, take l- me let home. us know. And then if somebody can at some point just say, hey, where can you get the bottle? I got and it. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the Juice Club. Some and of then, the bottles. And if and if and if, and if folks want to want to join the the NKY Sensi Juice Club, how do they do that and all that type of stuff? They can't live in Louisville. <laughs> so damn, that's, <laughs> that's savage. That's the sad part. I, I, live in southern, I live in southern Indiana. Does that count? We're a local group. We uh, sadly we base ourselves on about a twenty-five mile radius from where the Reds. We were the worst people to, to have baseball. on a podcast. Gosh. Yikes. Yeah, we, we keep it local. We you don't do it. You should delete this entire so, thing. Uh, Treasure. So we'll see what we can do. If All you right, live Chase. in Louisville and you want to get a little taste of the Juice Club's juice, come down to Prohibition Bar, four three six Baxter Avenue. We'll have maybe like 20, 30 bottles of this barrel. Won't last long because some guys were on this pick and they're going to buy some bottles and you know I think they're taking the majority of the barrel. But forty one is great, nice and easy, a little spice, a little heat, nice and buttery, oily, almost sweet but really funky. But then as it finishes, it just keeps hitting you and it stays on your tongue as you continue to sip. It builds up. It's just a great barrel. Wow, we can all just shut the fuck up after that. I, I mean, mean, you yeah. might as well close it out on that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I've got nothing. Yeah. Mic drop. Holy Jeff. shit. Well, so uh, drop the tasting notes for us, brother. I'm, I'm Jake. Hi. That's what I said, Jake, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you said Jake, totally. My bad. Um, Did I say Jeff? <laughs> he said Jeff. It's My bad. Jeff, Jake, Jake, Jake whatever. Jake, drop the tasting notes for us. So His will be a little different than mine. No, yeah, I mean, I don't have my notes right in front of me. Is there cherry blossom again, in your notes? Yeah, I got a, you know, Not I got that mind. buttery, kind of funky, uh, rainier cherry notes on this. It's it's absolutely delicious. It's it's amazing. But So what we... What we oh, I love you, too. But what we did for this barrel is, we, you know, we sold, we'd already picked a barrel and we, we pre-sold a certain amount. There's going to be a few bar- uh, bottles left over that they're selling out of the gift shop here at Pro- Prohibition Craft Spirits in, in uh, Louisville. And we also picked a, uh, a barrel for bourbon charity, which is going to be going towards multiple different charities. We're a 501c3 um, that is going to be sold out of the gift shop here at Prohibition Craft Spirits. Uh, it's an entire barrel, short barrel, uh, just absolutely delicious. 
and um, the barrels that the bottles that we have left over from the pick that we just did are going to be being sold alongside of this entire barrel for bourbon charity so if you guys want to come down to prohibition craft spirits and pick those up uh, you will not be disappointed i can guarantee you i mean who is disappointed with mgp nobody uh, so yeah it's 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 delicious stuff and um yeah stop on by it's great jeff el jefe yes sir uh, so we, uh, like Jake said, we took about, I guess we're going to take probably about three quarters of this barrel. We're a group of 1850. We're at it right about now. Um, all local to Northern Kentucky, bunch of bourbon lovers. Um, you know, the, the thing that I'm most proud about the group, we, we, we sell bottles, trade bottles, tastings. We get together, we do all kinds of different things. Um, it's really a, a brotherhood of guys and that's, what's really been the best and most important part outside of all the bourbon. But at the end of the day, we push and drive fundraising efforts. And so I've been in the group now since 2016, it's been almost four years. Um, since I have been in the group, uh, I, I didn't start as an admin in the group. I have been close to the last two years, but since 2016, we have currently raised and donated uh, $343,000 to different charities throughout uh, the Northern Kentucky area. We try to keep it local. Uh, one of our main go-tos is the uh, uh, emergency shelter of Northern Kentucky. They focus on helping homeless, homeless people. Uh, the director of the homeless shelter is a good friend of mine. We work directly hand in hand with her and she has been able to, through charities, been able to pull, uh, the Pappy Van Winkle lineup every year for the last three years. So we focus that into our main, uh, fundraiser for the end of the year. This year we're coming up. It's, uh, the weekend of December 4th. It's a Friday night. We've got it planned. We haven't set it up all yet, but last year's fundraiser, we brought home $35,000 uh, from just a bunch of guys who drink bourbon and did some raffles, did some different things to generate funds. And like I said, we do a lot of good things. It's a great bunch of guys. Obviously, we love picking barrels. We love drinking bourbon. We love getting together. But at the end of the day, the fundraising to me is what really uh, sticks close to my heart. And it's what we love doing. So absolutely. I, I will say, and I'm going to let you, you, you follow me here, Chase, but... That is something that's super near and dear to our hearts at Bourbon Real Talk. Like we did our two inaugural picks just recently with a, another distillery, just because of the fact that um, we were working with Southern Indiana, which is where two of us are actually live um, through Bourbon Real Talk, and um, we love doing things for charity. You know, it, it's a huge thing. There's nothing better. It, it gives me a, a warm feeling in yep. my heart and the warm and fuzzies in my stomach to know Absolutely. that I'm giving back to my community, not 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 just what's going on local like nationally but locally i'm able to give something back to people in the and, community and, that, and that's a great opportunity for yeah. us to do that thing that, so, so that's I, super awesome that you guys are juice club are doing that yeah that, that's what we love and and you know it's amazing we we just did a fundraiser this week we ran it for four days there's a a, a local guy who put something together for kids who don't have don't get fed whatever the reason i can't remember the exact reason that there's just homeless kids with no food and over a four day period we raised just over 10 grand from dude that's, that's amazing that's incredible yeah and, and you know we're 1800 uh, with all those people if everybody donated it'd be great but we don't push people if you're not i'm just curious you can't did, donate but did this barrel do any charity i think Jake so was saying. actually we every barrel we do we we take the price from what we're told it's going to cost we try to throw in another buck or two maybe three or four maybe five to you know get a nice pretty tater sticker on there everybody loves it i, I don't it's not my thing i'm all about the juice inside whatever is on the label i could care less i'll take a plain bottle if the juice is good but either way uh, we do a lot of things for that but yes this one pulled in uh a couple hundred dollars on top of it and jake we're donating this to uh so one of the guys that was supposed to be on the pick today he got he got selected but wasn't able to go his um his son has cancer and um it was a it was a risk um for him you know he can't be coming in and potentially getting covid and then trans um and then um, giving it to his son who's on chemo. So um, instead of him being able to come on the pick, we decided that instead of the money that we would have used to go towards the um, van to take us all here, transportation, a transportation we, we would have, uh, we're going to take that money and uh, be making a donation to Cincinnati Children's Hospital where his son is being treated in his son's name. So um, 
Yeah, yeah, Dude, it's, yeah, and it's not a, so it's awesome. not a large number. Uh, you know, I said we're probably somewhere between three and five hundred dollars, but. Um, for me, at the end of the day, it's not really about the amount. Obviously, you know, like I said, we gave 35000 to the emergency shelter last year. I think that the, gesture, year, man. the year before it was 38000 So we've been in big numbers for those kind of things to hit that, you know, 343000 we've donated over the last four years. But um, at the end of the day, it's just we, we want to continue the effort. And if it's 200 here or 300 there, it's the act of donating and the, the charity and, and the good doing that we that comes from and not necessarily about the number. So obviously, I'd love to be able to give this family at Children's 18 million trillion dollars. Um, nobody had. Well, somebody has it. We don't all have it. But, you know, we're, whatever whatever we can do to help out. Um, there's always somebody out there who's got it worse than 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 I do or than we do. And, you know, we're blessed. We're lucky. We get to drink a, a, a lot of damn good bourbon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we have one one less pour or one less bottle and that money goes towards helping somebody who needs it more than me having another drink at the end of the day, it's a win. That's, that's perfect. That's sure. kind of how we see For it. Sure. All right, Miss Becca, we're going to let you bring this in. Oh God! I have to bring this in. I don't Absolutely even know where to. Uh, where to cheers, where, slam, and salute. Let's go. Yeah, where, where do we even <laughs> like? Wait, do we do we cheer? Okay, I need a drink for one thing. Here, um, I'm gonna need someone if for me. If anyone can get Willet Family Estate 4817 Six Year High Rye Bourbon, jeez, this bottle is crack. Oh. Here we're gonna kill it. Uh, wait, Jake needs some. Yeah, Here get you go. Jake some. I've had plenty. Give me, give me a little sample. All right. Is there any more bourbon Should we do a big here? old cheers here with everyone? Oh, there we go. Yeah, She's I think done. so. I think that, uh, does everyone, do we all got a drink? Chase, come on. Hold what on. are you doing? Thanks. Do, Shout I? out to Kevin for bringing this Batch 3, car, Old Carter. By the way, that, that Batch 3 Old Carter is amazing. Dude, this right? stuff slaps. I'm going to stick with okay. this a lot. Big shout out to Mark proof. and Sherry Carter for uh, picking that barrel. Yeah, well, thanks for doing do what you're doing. Cheers here to yeah. uh, cheers, Juice cheers. Club Donation, Neely uh, Family Distillery, Neely Family and Prohibition. Huh? Yeah. Uh, thank you, absolutely. Cheers, guys. cheers and salute, brothers cheers and sisters, and, and PCS for having us. Nostrovia, the brig. Nostrovia, Nostrovia. So, uh, if they want to reach or find the Juice Club, they can find you guys on Facebook. Uh, I'm gonna go a no big, big hard no on that. We are a, a private group. Gotcha. Um, we <laughs> keep it on the down low. Am um, I in it yet? No. We're working on that, Jake. We're working on that. Jake. I'm, ch oh, sorry, I'm Chase. Chase. I, 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 you're you're going to need um, some. Yeah. You know what? We, we keep it. Uh, we keep it on the down low. So we're not a public group. You can't find us on Facebook. If you search, you need to know somebody. Um, gotcha. To step in, so who knows somebody who knows you know, somebody? You know how it works. Welcome, welcome to 2020. It's not what you know. Too. Wait, now. are we talking about you, whiskey here? Still. Do we have to know someone? You, yeah. know you, someone. you need to know someone, sir. Do you have any pappies? Sure. What's that? Do you got Blantons or Willers? Any good? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> What's People? a Blantons? <laughs> we nobody knows a Blantons is for here. For our it's, bus, buddy. It's Sorry. the best toilet cleaner Blantons. money can buy. Blantons straight from barrel. <laughs> that now that stuff can clean a toilet. Absolutely. So, hey, if you all are looking for Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us at Facebook. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter. Our Instagram handle is Bourbon Barrel T1. Um, and then our Instagram, um, I, I believe our Twitter is actually Bourbon Barrel Talk. So, if you are looking for us, Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can email us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. This is Scott Minton. I'm with my man, Chase Hazelbaker. Yo, yo, thanks for our having us. Our friend Jake from the NYC KY and <laughs> Juice Club, Mr. El Jefe Jeff, Cheers, and Miss Becca Sue from Neely Family Distillery. Hell yeah. We are signing off. Thank you guys so much for having me join you guys on the pick. I greatly appreciate it. This is Bourbon Barrel Talk. We are signing off episode. Thanks.